I interrupt your regularly scheduled broadcast with a message for the curious, the confused, and the confounded. You are not alone. I see it too. Something isn't right in Hexed, Texas. Something dark has broken free And all of these hexes still in Texas Old Hexed is a place you shouldn't be So Alejandro, you wake up the next morning and you are in your bed, all of your ceremonial face paint is gone. You notice that your chest has been bandaged. It looks like you have you have large bandages wrapped around your chest. And when you kind of peek underneath the bandages, you see that there are, it looks like slash marks. And once again, your makwawit is covered in some kind of gore. So whatever happened after the ritual last night, you obviously fought something. And as you're looking down at your wounds, you see that they they look old, almost as if they're healing faster than would be natural. Ochos is going to immediately look for his phone or anything that shows the date and time to see if he yeah. slipped. Okay. So you look for your phone. It is the next morning. It is Sunday morning. Okay. And I guess you guys would have to talk is your text went out at midnight. Right. Telling everyone that if they didn't hear from you in the morning to check on you. So is Charlie going to check on Ochos before she goes to meet the men in black? Uh, that depends on when Charlie regains consciousness. Mm. Oh, that's true. Um, <laughs> so, Charlie, <laughs> yes. you wake up to Delilah shaking you. Uh-huh. And she says, Charlie, you might want to get up. It, it appears that we uh, have been unconscious for several hours. Oh, not Whatever again. that thing was that you released it, um, it is long gone. Oh, could be something and I released it. I just, um, I already feel really bad <laughs> about it. Um, and I don't know how that jar broke. Uh, what time is it? Oh, it's, it's about, uh, it's 8 a.m. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, it's, I got a meeting. Okay, um, let's just, uh. You also received some text, uh, on your phone here. It just popped up a notification from, it says, Ochos. It, it says that if he has not contacted you by this morning, that you should go check on him. Do you want me to help with that? Is there some way that I can help you? I, I feel partially responsible since I was utilizing the wand. Yeah, that would be the the lost hours, I think. Okay, um, hang on. Let me regroup a little bit. Um, No. Okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to call my meeting and I'm going to tell them I'm going to be late. And then I'm going to go check on Ochos. And you go home and get some sleep. Oh, I feel quite well rested. Go home and get some sleep, Delilah. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Uh, do you want me to continue to analyze the wand, or would you like me to leave it here? Yes, on the analyzing, no on the utilizing, okay? Of course. Okay. 
I was just trying to keep us safe, Charlie. I don't know what that was. No, I, I believe you, but also, you know, the lost hours and such. So Right. Of course. Okay. Well, um, give me a call after your meeting. Okay. I can do that. She leaves. She'll dial the number on the business card. Okay. Greetings, Charlie Larson. Good morning, uh, Agent Suffolk. That is correct. Cool. Hey, I know we have a meeting this morning, but I had something come up and I need to postpone it a little bit. Is that okay? Absolutely. Awesome. What time would you like to reschedule? Uh, let's say 10 a.m. at the Hex Training Post. Is that okay? I am most amenable to that particular meeting place and time. Excellent. Thanks for being flexible. Bye. <laughs> Your prescription will be ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then she'll call. Oh, just while she's like hiking up the ladder, I guess. Okay. Well, she, oh, no, she's going to close the door or she's going to try and seal the door. Okay. Again. Is okay. this something she can just do now or? Yes. Cool. With so, that particular door, yes. Yeah. Glowing algae, we're good. Yeah. Sorry, I always Glowing think of phosphorescence. <laughs> yeah. You go upstairs, you shut the trap door to the well, move the Nordic track back. Yep. And are you going to walk over or are you going to call? I think it's one of the, I'll like call while I'm walking over. Okay. Yeah. So as you're kind of pulling things together, Ochos, you see your phone ring. Okay. So Ochos will answer his phone. Hello, Ochoa. Uh, hey, um, you told us to check in on you if we didn't hear from you again, and I didn't, so I'm at your door. Oh, very good, Charlie. <laughs> it's good to hear your voice. Uh, there's uh, crazy things afoot here, and we need to talk. Okay. Can you open your door, or...? <laughs> yes, I will be, I'll be right there. You're here. Okay, great. I'll be right there. Okay, Okay. bye. <laughs> so, Ochoa will go to his front door and yeah. <laughs> let, let Charlie in. Hey. <laughs> he greets her with a, a very um, uncharacteristic hug. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, you're a hugger? Okay. Come in, come in. Good to know. What kind of crazy stuff are we talking? Well, first, uh, how are you? Uh, you know, just your run-of-the-mill, Charlie. Uh, okay. Just, you know, normal stuff. Well, come in, grab a seat. Let, <laughs> let me get you a coffee. I, I, I've got the pot that's just about to be finished here. Uh, Thanks. You would know also that she's still wearing yesterday's clothes. <laughs> like... Because no. you saw her yesterday. You probably would not notice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh, just, <laughs> That's yeah. just like, oh, just no. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I tried to give you a hint. <laughs> He's pretty caught up in his own shit. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So um, sits her down and serves her a, a cup of coffee. Nice. It's actually pretty decent coffee. Oh. And uh, <laughs> really good coffee. Such good coffee. <laughs> 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 and he says, hey, Charlie, uh, I think it happened again. Uh, what happened again? I, uh, well, I woke up this morning and, um, my makwawit is, look at this. And he holds it up to her and he says, I don't know how in the world this happened. Yeah, that's not like you to leave it dirty, I think. What do you, when you say it, what do you mean by it happened again? Uh, I have no memory of using the weapon. I went to a ceremony last night. The last time I had it, it was polished and clean and, uh, I kind of blacked out. I, I, I recall very little. After midnight. Um. <laughs> oops. Charlie, like, <laughs> I feel like she starts crying a little, I think. <laughs> what Aww. is, what, Charlie, what, what's going on? It's just, I found out yesterday that the wand that they gave me at the magic shop, it can stop time. And I think that's the reason we all lost a week. I feel really bad about it. And then it happened again last night. And like, I lost a couple hours. And I just, I don't really know how to st- Stop it. And I, I just, I'm just really sorry. Wait, wait. You, you used the wand last night. Um, I mean, kind of. What? Why would you need to use the wand? Oh, there was a smoke monster. It was a whole thing. 
a smoke monster. <laughs> Where did you see a smoke monster? In the well. Like, like from the episode of Lost? Yeah, but like, like that plus like the giant peach rhino. It was a lot. There was electricity and it thanked me for freeing it, which is just like another thing I missed. <laughs> it communicated with you. Uh, yeah, yelled at me on the way out, I guess. I don't know. Oh, no. Okay. Charlie, where are Lenore and Jimmy? I don't know. I just woke up. <laughs> there was the hog hunt last night, no? Oh, God. <laughs> what if I made them fall asleep during the hunt? You have not heard from them since yesterday. No, I got up. I postponed my meeting with the creepy agents, I guess. And then I came over here because you said to check on you. And now I'm here. And, and I just I feel like I ruined everything. No, Charlie, don't don't be so hard on yourself. Uh, let me get you some more coffee here. Take a little more of this. And uh, no, there there is something else going on here. And uh, I believe we are just pawns in a bigger game. We need to find our friends. Okay. Um, let's give them a call, I guess. Yes, let's try to reach out to Lenore, and I will try to reach out to Jimmy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So the first thing we see is the shrubs of the Monte. And as the camera of our mind zooms through, we see lying in a puddle of blood is Jimmy's phone, which is continuing to ring. And about 15 feet away is what appears to be an almost entirely consumed human body. And the camera sort of moves and we see it go down into the hole that Jimmy and Aaron and Lenore fell into. And we see as it moves through the darkness of the tunnels, they're helping Aaron down this tunnel. And for the first time, they're seeing some light at the end. Lenore's phone is, is cracked and broken and no reception is coming through. But they finally step out of the cave system into the pleasant September day. And they see that they are right north of the Presidio, where their entire hunt had started. And as they hobble towards the parking lot where everyone's trucks are, they see that there is one car still there, which is Jimmy's dad's truck. And Jimmy's dad is pacing back and forth until he catches sight of you all. Jimmy! Yes, sir? What in the holy hell, Jimmy? Get in the car. Get in the car. Yes, sir. Now, wait. Wait a second here. Jimmy, you don't have to go anywhere, except probably with me because I can't carry Aaron on my own to the hospital. And, Pa, can we take care of Aaron first? Yes, get in the car. All of you get in the truck. All right. That's fine. Just don't need to be shouting orders. Young lady. Oh, you don't look start like with me. You have seen a hell of a night. So I will overlook your rudeness. Now get in the damn truck because I don't see any other rides coming this way. Fine, then I'll overlook your rudeness. <laughs> Aaron, you need a you need a hand up. He helps you lift Aaron into the back. And I'm guessing you sit in the back with Aaron? Or yeah. do you want to ride up in front next to... You want to put all three of you into the cab next to Papa Bagley? I know. Jimmy, where do you want to sit? Um, I guess kind of be the buffer between Lenore and 
his dad. So he's going to sit in the front seat. Mm. All right. I'll stay back there and then. Mm. Okay. So for the first five minutes of the drive, your dad doesn't say anything. You can see that his knuckles are very tight on the steering wheel. And he says, are you hurt? Couple scrapes, nothing too bad. Good. What happened out there? Well, I don't know, Pa, like, I'm seeing things and I don't, they're freaking me out. They're like, I, I saw Tammy, clear as day. The girl who went missing with her boyfriend on the news? A, she did not go missing with her boyfriend. I'm sure he's in trouble too. And B, whatever shell that looks like Tammy, that's no longer Tammy in there. Through and through, something else. And she was in this hole that just kind of happened out there in the Monte. He kind of remains silent for a while and he just looks ahead. No visible reaction to anything that you're saying on his face. And he says, damn it. Your mother's never going to let me hear the end of this. I should have listened to her. He doesn't speak about it anymore as he drives Lenore and Aaron to the hospital. So, Charlie and Ochos, how much are you going to tell her about what took place at that ritual? I don't think he's going to give details. Just say that it was a ritual. It was a ritual. I mean, it was, it was part of an ancient ceremony, but he's, he's just going to leave it at that. Okay. So... After you both have kind of filled in whatever it is that you're going to to fill in, which I'm guessing is basically what we've already talked about. Yeah, I think Charlie's only going to be a little bit squirrely about letting Delilah, like, use yeah. the wand. And- yeah. You notice that 10 o'clock comes real quick. The thing that I'm most worried about right now is that neither Lenore nor Jimmy picked up their phones. Right. Hey, Ochos, what do we do now that they're not picking up? I don't, I don't like that. Not even a little bit. Who else do we know went on this hunt? We need to find out if they got back safely. If not, we're heading out to go find them. Yeah, Aaron went on the hunt, right? So yes. I guess we can give him a call. Okay. Aaron answers and he's, he says, Hello? Hello? Aaron? Aaron. Oh, oh. oh, sorry. No, we're on speaker. Are we on speaker? <laughs> <laughs> You're on speaker. <laughs> Aaron? Uh-huh. You okay? Oh, yeah. They just gave me some morphine. Are you hurt? Not anymore. <laughs> Aaron, where are you? Are you at the hospital? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not so bad. I can see why people don't mind me coming to pick them up. It's not so bad. Aaron. Aaron. (laughs) Aaron, what happened? Oh, well, Tammy's a demon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I don't think Jimmy likes me. And but Jim is and Lenore is like, you know, she's so cranky. Like I try, I keep trying to make friends with her, but you know, like I mean, she shoots a demon for me, but she sure, you know, like she won't go hang out. I invite her to game night. Aaron, slow slow down for a sec. Uh huh. That was real quick for you. Okay, Jimmy and Lenore, they're okay, right? Oh yeah, they're. I, I think so. I mean, Lenore had some scratches from you know. The Tammy demon. The demon. Right. But they sent her home. Uh, where's my truck? Aaron, I don't... Nurse, where's my truck? <laughs> oh. It wasn't in the parking lot. Where's my truck? Okay, Aaron, we're going to send you some flowers later. Bye. <laughs> so, how much of that do we believe? Well, he's under the influence of 
narcotics, but I feel if something had happened, he probably would have spilled the beans. That's true. Okay. Uh, I mean, then I guess they're okay, and they're just not picking up their phones because they hate us or something. It's fine, I'm sure. Oh, you think they found out about the wand, and now they're not going to talk to me anymore? No, Charlie, I do not think so, but it is possible that if, if the wand does what you say it does, then they could have suffered time loss as well. Oh, and They yeah. may be as confused as we are. I think it is imperative that we find them. Well, uh, yeah, okay. Um, Aaron said they sent Lenore home, so we can go over there first, maybe? I don't know about Jimmy. Let's go check on them, then. We'll, we'll swing by the Bagley's then. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you guys pull up... Um, <laughs> You pull up to the to the Bagley Orchards and you see that the gate to the driveway has been chained shut so that no one can come on to the property. Cars situation? Can we see any? There's a very long driveway that goes down through some of the orchards. So you can kind of like peek down and get a glimpse that there's a couple of trucks. But oh. unless you want to climb the fence. Super tempting. <laughs> well... Do we think that his mom finally snapped a little, or... I mean, a padlock seems excessive. Nothing says welcome like a padlock. I don't know. If we jump over this, we are risking getting shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you try his phone one more time? Let's try the, uh... Let's try the Bagley home. home oh, phone. yeah, that's better. Yeah, I don't have that number, so go for it. And the phone rings. And... Hello! Hello, uh... Who is it? And what do you want? Good morning, Mrs. Bagley. This is Alejandro Ochoa. I'm not buying any. This is Alejandro Ochoa. I'm not selling anything. I am Jimmy's partner at Capoeira. I am calling to check on Jimmy. Jimmy's in his room right now. Oh, very good. Is, is he okay? Just want to make sure. I understand that he had a uh, quite an adventure last night at the hunt, and we didn't hear from him this morning. What kind of capybara class are you running? Like, you seem very awfully involved in my son's life. Well, he and I are partners, ma'am. We, we study together and we meet regularly every week. Jimmy, are you dating your capybara teacher? No. What, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Ma, no. Oh, it's, it's that old show. You've been keeping all these secrets from me? No, Ma, I've been telling you I've been going to capoeira. <laughs> Your daddy says that is not what has been happening. He's telling me you're seeing things. He's telling me all kinds of stuff. Now, I tell you what, and then click. <laughs> so that was on speakerphone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And not that she needed it, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it appears that Jimmy is home. Uh, that yeah. is good. Uh, yeah, I guess, um, I mean, if there was a safer place to be, grounded is pretty safe for him, I think. So... <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, when you ground someone, you put a little chain on the Yeah, <laughs> totally normal. Why does everyone in this town express their love with padlocks? <laughs> Lenore. <laughs> uh, right, so onwards. We, Lenore? Yeah. Dude, let's go visit Lenore. Mm -hmm. All right, so you make your way up to Lenore's house. The moment you arrive on the property, you see Lenore's truck is out front. Mm -hmm. And you just knock the door? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> Lenore, you hear a knock on the door. Great. Great. <laughs> I probably just got out of the shower. Mm -hmm. Scrubbled that tammy dirt off of me. And I guess I'll go look through the people. Okay, so you see that Charlie and Ochos are on your front step. You also notice that Hey You is much more restless. Yeah, I can hear pacing. Yeah, you hear the nails against the wall. 
I'll go out onto the front porch. I'm not going to ask Charlie and I'll just in. Okay. So Lenore comes out in her pink dressing gown. Yep. The usual. With her fluffy bunny slippers. Mm-hmm. And what would you all like to say? Oh, thank God. Hey. Hey. Um, Where's your phone, Lenore? Oh, it didn't make it last night. Uh, the hunt. Hunt didn't go great. I figured it was going to be a shit show, but it was worse. Yeah, I mean, Aaron's in the hospital. Yeah. Jimmy's been grounded probably indefinitely. I mean, people definitely died last night. So. What? I think we got off easy. The owl was back. You know, the owl that I saw and it started eating someone in front of me. And that wasn't even the creepiest bit. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. The sheriff didn't show up to his hunt, for one thing. There were a lot less of us than I think there should have been. And as far as I know, we fell down into a like a cave or a pit. Aaron and then Jimmy and then me. And that might have been what saved our lives because I don't... Wait, so Aaron said he saw a Tammy demon? Is that real? Yeah. Yeah, it was. it was real. I mean, she looked like you remember. We saw her in the morgue. Yeah. She looked like that. Cool. I mean, except up and around and moving and crawling on walls and then launching herself at my face. You battled a demon? I mean, I didn't really battle. I shot it. It didn't do shit. And if it weren't for Jimmy, I don't know what would happen. Jimmy's not hurt, is he? Nah, Jimmy's fine. And are you okay? I'm fine. I just, I don't know what's going on. Well, that makes... Again. Three of us, at least. I had a strange evening myself. I was telling Charlie this morning that I awoke and I have no recollection of what happened after midnight last night at the ceremony that I attended Hmm. down at Pegleg Station. And uh, all I remember is waking up and my makwa wheat is covered in blood again. And I have no idea why. You know, Otos, we weren't far from Pegleg Station last night, actually. And before. Things really went to hell. Uh, we heard chanting. It seemed like it was coming from your direction. From the station? Yeah, from the station. Was that you? It is quite possible. We had a group of people there from the sect that I am a part of. And yes, it was part of the ceremony. There was chanting. Perhaps you were hearing that? Yeah. Did you hear any screaming, maybe? No, not Because there was lots of screaming. Oshos, do you think... Nah, I don't, I don't want to insult you, but do you think your organization knew about what was going to happen on the hunt? Because it seems real coincidental. Uh, the timing certainly does seem coincidental. I, I am unaware of anything, any sort of other events or timing. The ceremony, as far as I understand, was an isolated event, and no one from the ceremony participated in the hunt. Do you know who's part of your group? Well. Not entirely. It is a fairly secret order, so identities are kept secret. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, for whatever reason, I mean, I think a a lot of death, even for Hexed, happened last night, and that's a lot to try to cover up. So there had to have been a reason. Somebody planned it out in advance. Well, I agree, but we're, we're talking about people in my order, and what you're describing last night was not human. We're talking about... Sure. flying owl type of creature, and now Tammy as a reanimated corpse? That has nothing to do with my order, I can assure you. 
But the timing, okay. of course, is, is odd. Yeah. And the fact that I cannot remember what happened with me. If you can't remember, how the hell do you know it had nothing to do with your order? Oh, uh, tiny confession on my part. Uh, oh, yeah? It seems that maybe that uh, wand thing from the magic shop uh, makes people go to sleep and not remember anything. So it's a roofy wand. It's a roofy wand. <laughs> okay, right. that's real classy. A roofy bone oh, <laughs> forged no. in the bone of a vampire. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not great, but um, I think that's why Ochos doesn't remember anything because I also, you know, just lost like five hours or so. Totally normal. But I didn't. Jimmy and I, we were awake the whole night. We were trudging through i mean aaron broke his leg and we had to carry him through this cave well maybe there's like a realm of influence like a like a radius like a range yeah uh, okay why were you using the wand oh yeah okay so there was a smoke monster good god it's the whole thing <laughs> have have y'all ever thought about just moving i moved here is really the crux of the issue i don't want to you know moving again. goes both ways. yeah I've, have you been to minnesota it's fine does it have smoke monsters well i does don't it have know owls does it have no but it has my zombies <laughs> your grandma's pretty intense yeah <laughs> she's just pretty doesn't, bad she doesn't make a good hot dish <laughs> <laughs> no this is where i'm making my you know my life and and i'm not gonna just you know one smoke monster is not gonna chase me back up north i'm just saying but also, maybe I should learn about how to not make people go to sleep for a while. That seems rational. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, Do you think I can make monsters go to sleep? Because that actually might help. Sure. Uh, guns didn't have any effect on Tammy. So maybe you and Jimmy need to hang out and learn how to be creepy together. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? Lenore, where, where did this Tammy go? You said you fell into a hole. Where did, where did it go? Well, I think there might be a whole cave system down under there. You know, this whole area is on limestone and there's all kinds of caves. Caves, Yeah, well, the fuck, there's caves. So she went down another path on the cave. I don't really, I didn't follow her. She's probably still down there. And the owl creature, did it go into the cave system? Oh, well? no, no, no. It, it just kept eating and then it flew away probably. And then there was screaming and then there was more screaming. There was a lot of screaming and there was a lot of blood. And Charlie's going to bring up the news on her phone again and see if there's anything like anything at all about the hog hunt. Ooh, uh, why don't you investigate a mystery? Let's see. Try me, baby. Oh, oh. <laughs> trade. <laughs> I, hate, I hate the sword. Okay. Better. Seven, eight total. Okay. So you get to ask me one question. Mm -hmm. What happened here? Yes. So a creature. <laughs> what happened here? Yeah. So you see that there is an article. It's only partially posted. It looks like it was saved too early or something. And the title is Ghost Cars? Question mark. Oh, sure. And it talks about how a string of vehicles that seem to have no driver were seen leaving the Woodhouse Nature Preserve after the sheriff's hog hunt was canceled last night. Where did these vehicles come from? Where were they going? And why was the hog hunt that was so eagerly anticipated canceled? The local sheriff's department has no comment. Of course. 
So the news says that cars drove them. Okay, I actually don't really know where to start here. Uh, Aaron said on the phone that his truck was missing. Uh, yeah, it was just Jimmy's dad waiting for us in the parking lot. I mean, he survived. He didn't seem to be hurt or anything. Well, that's also spooky. Well, but then this article says that there was, uh, you know, cars driving themselves, which I didn't think was going to be a reality until like next year or something. But <laughs> Yeah. No. I doubt Aaron's truck is. It, it ain't again. a Tesla. No. no. Okay. And it also says the hunt was canceled. So. This is some bullshit. Hey, folks, Rock and Ricky Latrell here. Thanks for listening to All My Hexes on WHXT. Want to hear more? You know you do. Check them out on social media and Patreon at Hexed Podcast. That's H-E-X-T Podcast. Or email cast at hexedpodcast.com. All My Hexes is recorded live at Nightwatch Games, San Antonio's premier Gamma award-winning game and hobby store. So if you're looking for a new game to add to your collection, or you're shopping for your next Ren Fair costume, or you're just looking for a group of players for your favorite game, check out Nightwatch Games, where adventure awaits. Despite a, a rather eventful weekend, the next couple days are really uneventful. You all have to go back to doing your jobs, and, and after the first day or so, nothing nothing seems different than before the first time you went to Past Life Discovery's first meeting. Everything seems pretty normal. Lenore, you're pretty backed up at work because you've been gone for a week, and Ocho, so are you because whoever or whatever filled your spot didn't do any of the stuff it was supposed to do. Charlie, interestingly, you do not hear back despite missing your meeting with the mysterious government agents. You hear nothing back from them. And so you sort of bury yourself back into making your trailer into your home and here and there exploring your aunt's journals. And before you know it, it's it's Wednesday. And you are doing what? You and Delilah. So I think at this point, Charlie has like a Google Doc of the important stuff, essentially. Mm -hmm. And so, like, Delilah is helping her kind of pull out what is, like, actually important versus what isn't. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, the two of you are kind of pouring over these journals, making notes about where you found stuff that may be important but you don't know, writing down things that look like they might be spells, writing down things that you can't tell if they're spells or their recipes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and trying to cross-reference that with anything that she can find on the internet or some of the books that she's brought along. Right. And you hear your phone ring, and it is Lenore. I answer it. Hello? Hey, Charlie. You busy? Uh, kinda? What's up? Oh, well, uh, I need to ask you something, and... Can I come over? Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right, uh, um... Uh, Delilah's here. Uh, uh. <laughs> All right, well, how much longer is she going to be there? Based on history of the last couple of days, uh, until I very firmly tell her to leave. Wow. Yeah. you really making friends, huh? Uh-huh. All right, well, I don't want to interrupt you or anything, but it's kind of important. No, I mean, our whole friendship is basically me interrupting you, so if you want to come over, you can. All right, well... Why don't you 
just send me a text when Delilah's leaving, okay? And I'll I'll come see you. Uh, okay. All right. Don't don't tell her I'm coming over. All right. Okay. Thanks. So Delilah's going through some stuff, and she's got her really wild cat size style like spectacles on with the little rhinestones. Can you remind me how old Delilah is? Oh, she's older. Yes, but how old? Uh, I'd say she's about fifty. Okay, forties, fifties. Is Lenore jealous? <laughs> Lenora doesn't admit to feelings. <laughs> I, I bet, like Charlie, got real excited. It's like, can I come over? Yes. <laughs> we haven't really explored this ship in several episodes. Like fanning yourself on the phone, like Delilah, get out! <laughs> You've got like Hello. incense and candles and like chill music. Oh, everything can just stay the same because that's yeah. exactly what I have for Delilah. Also. <laughs> Huh, mixed mixed signals there. Uh, awkwardly just tries to make herself look comfortable on the couch. <laughs> Still got the plastic on it. <laughs> That's really hard. Yeah. Hey. It's just a really squeaky paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> <laughs> and you keep like your leg keeps slipping off the couch. Yeah, also really the only thing we know about Charlie is she wears leggings all the time. So you got your nicest leggings, yep. <laughs> nicest leggings. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, so you kicked Delilah out? Yeah, I mean, nicely. I mean, it, it's getting late-ish, right? Yeah, it's, it's like... It's like an appropriate time to gently time. nudge her out of the door. Sure. We've gotten a lot done today, and... All right, darling. Well, I'll be by tomorrow, and we can go through the next chapter. I thought it was very interesting when she was talking about the lore that she found on the on the founding of the town. Uh-huh. And, and, and the... She was talking about something. I think they might be ley lines, but yeah. I'm not exactly. Yeah, we tomorrow. Okay. Right, right. Tomorrow. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Love your enthusiasm. Did you uh, want to leave the wand with you, or do you want me to bring it with me tonight? Question: How much do we think Charlie's practiced with the wand? You tell me. Mm. Was Delilah able to figure anything else out? No, not so far. Okay. She's she's been trying, but. She's never heard of this wand. She hasn't found any references to it. Okay. As far as she knows, it is a bone wand forged in the bone of a vampire, as you say. That sends people to sleep every that time. That sends someone... people to sleep if you wave it around. Okay. Um, you can you can go ahead and leave it here. I think I'm not gonna mess around with it anymore. All right, All right dear. I'll see you in the morning. I'll bring some tea. And Lenore comes over, doesn't take her long, and go ahead. She's not looking super great. Oh. Yeah, so why? Why Tell me Tell me what's been going on with Lenore for the past couple of days. So, so far, Lenore hasn't really gleaned anything useful and new from all of the records she's been going through. But it's helped pass the time and helped keep her awake because when she's not at work, she's not sleeping. She is sitting there, gun by her side, and waiting if anyone's going to come back and try to get hey you again okay and you had said that you were going to install security cameras and all that so i'm going to assume that that's in place yes absolutely probably at work you've got like the cameras that you can check Mm -hmm. on your phone so Mm -hmm. you're constantly looking at your security feed to see if anyone's going to your house 100 percent. so lenore looks like shit yeah no she hasn't really slept much in days bags under the eyes looks like she's barely keeping herself standing kind of swaying a little bit (laughs) Geez, Lenore, what's up? Uh, I haven't been sleeping real well, and... You know, I have a real good wand for that. No. <laughs> huh. Too soon. 
Two. Yeah, two soon. Yeah. Well, come in. Do you want tea or coffee or Red Bull or something? Beer, wine, Uh, liquor? But that's thoughtful of you. Some coffee sounds great. No, it's not mixed and matched. Some coffee. Some coffee would be nice. Uh, sure. Let me get a pot on. Thanks. So you do that. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. coffee. You're sitting in the parlor. Do you have the trap door open? Closed? Uh, closed. I think we've been pulling journals up. One of the shawls is upstairs also, which we haven't really gotten into yet. But yeah, the journals are up. Okay. Laptop is probably still open and whatever. Yeah. All right. All that jazz. So. Well, come here. Uh, take a seat. All right. So I feel like you're going to fall over any second now. Yeah, I'll just sit down for a minute. Uh, okay. Wow, you got a lot of a lot of stuff up from the well. Yeah, it turns out Anne Viv was kind of a prolific writer, but huh. um, not real uh, specific. Or yeah. organized, it looks like. Well, it's in an order. Mm. I just don't know what that is yet. So some of it is like for pot roast and some of mm. it is for vanishing demons. And it's just really hard to tell sometimes. So. Delilah's been helping you with that, huh? Yeah. uh, She's been coming over almost every day. Oh. Pretty much. Can't get rid of her. (laughs) But honestly, it's been really helpful because, I mean, I don't know much about this stuff. You must really trust her. Uh, I I guess. Yeah. She's she's one of the only people that hasn't... uh, She believes me. Uh, About what? About all this. About... You know, magic doors and sleep wands and pot roast. Well, we believe you too, and we don't have a magic shop with strange women in it and unknown powers and who knows where she really came from or what she wants. Well, her grandma used to be a magician here, so. Oh. Yeah, it's like a whole. Oh, an old family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah old families know. in Hexed, they're. <laughs> there's a reason they've managed to. St- Stick it around so long. Uh, yeah, and it's possible. But I mean, nothing against you guys. I know you believe me, but it's she just kind of knows more about this stuff specifically. So and she was really helpful after I woke up the first time. So, All right. I, I mean, if you trust her, I guess just be careful. She's not had, she doesn't have like unfettered access to the well or anything. She just comes over and we look at journals mostly. So it's been. I, I like to think we're, you know, being cautious. Good. Well, I guess the question I had is, is kind of related to the well, and I'm glad to hear that Delilah can't get down there on, on her own, right? It, you have to oh, yeah. open and As far as I know, the, she can't open the door. the door. But also she'd have to, you know, get past me and the Nordic track and the dolls. and. That's quite a line of defense you got there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm I'm tired and I'm I'm nervous and I haven't ever told anybody this before. And Charlie perks up. Yeah, Charlie is like <laughs> is like like both hands on chin level. Like She's tell me more. So disappointed. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. Did she just slip off the vinyl couch. Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to play it off as chill. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't even really know what, where to start, so I guess you could just show her your phone. That makes sense, actually. Oh, good. Um, here, let me. I want to pull something up on my phone. You want to scooch on over? Sure. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Got a home movie I want to show you? Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. It is a home movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just, yeah, well. Mm. Okay, so don't, don't freak out, and I will try to explain, okay? So I pull up the stream of the security cam inside Heyu's room, and I'm guessing, is, is Heyu awake? Is Heyu asleep right now? Oh, Heyu's awake. It's nighttime. Heyu's awake. So you see, <laughs> pacing around this room, it looks like this gaunt, extremely pale woman. And it almost looks like a nightgown that's been kind of burnt on some of the edges. And it's very, like, dirty and ratty. Oh. Oh, you would have switched it? 100%. Oh, okay. Lenore would never let her mom wear dirty Okay, so yes. you see clothes? I don't know how long it stays clean. But burnt. It's not her OG <laughs> fire clothes. No. Yeah. So you see... A room with barely any furniture. There's like a little bit of bedding in a corner. It looks like it's been ripped up. And she has, it looks like almost blackened fingers and nails. And she's walking around the room, dragging her nails around the room. Then for a moment, her head sort of cocks and she looks up at the camera and she jumps at it, snarling. Charlie falls off the couch. <laughs> I mean, there's just no way. Uh, <laughs> it was total paranormal activity. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, at first I was like, oh, Charlie's not going to sleep. And then I was like, oh, I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's the third camera. So the camera feed goes out. Yeah. But you still hear the auto. <laughs> oh, so there is audio. Awesome. Also, those aren't her nails. Her fingers are blackened and the flesh is withered away and like the bones are pointing. Oh. So, so Lenore clarifies that for you because I want to be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, she can't use the touch phone. That, um, so I don't have a cat. Y- okay, good start. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I just she shows you this monster, right? It attacks the camera. You're like, oh! <laughs> and her first thing is, she's like, by the way, those aren't her fingers. <laughs> Those aren't fingernails. Those are actually bones sticking out. No, they're kind of burned actually, and black. Is, that the, is and that the order of operations for real? Probably not. <laughs> so, oh, mm, okay. Yeah, that doesn't look like a cat. And super cool bones for... Lenore, what is that? I know she looks scary, but not, not to me, not anymore. Um, that's my mom. Uh, she was gone for a long time. There was a fire when I was a teenager. They said both my parents died. And one night about three years ago, I was coming back from Amarillo, where I used to live, and I hit her with my car. Boy, I keep hitting things with my car. (laughs) Um, I know she's not, she's not who she used to be, but she's, still there sometimes i think uh charlie will like sit back down and take one of your hands in no. your hands like cautiously but reassuringly uh i mean i've i've been keeping her safe she hasn't ever hurt me i don't know if she would ever hurt anybody else i know how she looks you don't have to give me that look charlie <laughs> That was Sarah giving you a look. <laughs> <laughs> but 
when we lost a week, right? Someone tried to break into my house and get her, not just, you know, kill her like they found a monster, but they, they tried to come in through the window and I followed their tracks and I found a cage. They're trying to take her somewhere. And I think they were trying to take her to make her hurt people. Uh, they didn't succeed and she hasn't. Well, okay. Okay. So she, she did hurt somebody else, but it was, you know, castle doctrine, right? I don't know if it was just an arm. I'm not saying this very well. Uh, the important thing is, is I don't know who knows she's there. It's just really suspicious to me that the same week that someone tried to take the monster, we go on this supposed hog hunt where a monster tracks down and eats a bunch of people. And I don't want someone using my mom to do that at the, at the dance. You remember what the journal said, right? Yeah. Strike down the feeding beasts at the dance. Someone figures my mom is a beast and Ochoa's organization, at least. I think, I don't know. I don't know who's mixed up in this. They want us to kill whatever shows up at the dance. So no one is going to kill my mama and she's not safe at my house and I can't stay awake anymore. So I need her to be somewhere safe. And the only place I can think of... Harley has already realized what you're about to ask. Can, can we put her in, in the well? Jimmy, your parents have had you on lockdown. From the time that you got home on Sunday, your father dropped you off, had a quick and urgent conversation with your mother, and then got in his truck and drove away. Anytime you try to get any kind of answers from your mom, she's been dismissive, brusque, and very, very, not just angry, but she seems afraid. And over the last couple of days, that fear has kind of abated, and it's finally the dress rehearsal for the coin toss and emceeing for the dance, and you receive a call from Principal Dulard that afternoon. I'm guessing on the uh, home phone. Yeah, uh, your your mom got you a new phone. Okay. She's just not letting you use it until ah, she sees mm-hmm. that Principal Dulard mm-hmm. calls. Uh, th- thanks, Ma. Uh, hello? Well, good afternoon, Mr. Bagley. It is me. I, it is I, because that is proper grammar. If you will recall, Principal Dulard, I am looking forward. Oh, jeez. I am looking forward to you joining me this afternoon. Well, let's say about six o'clock, practicing what we'll need you to do on Friday and Saturday. Are you excited? I'm excited. Yeah, I'm real excited, Mr. Wannabe Radio Announcer Voice. Uh... Gee willikers, uh, where where do you need me at the stadium or? Yes, meet me at the stadium. We will first practice the proper way without any mooning, Mr. <laughs> Badley, to walk across the football field. Do not think that I have forgotten your junior high game when you um, had a wardrobe malfunction towards all of the fans that were trying to watch your game. Well, to be fair, I think Braveheart had just come out. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh no <laughs> how old is jimmy it's seventh and eighth he's immortal <laughs> okay jimmy's uh, or no it's, I, I think i just discovered the movie braveheart then and uh I was really enjoying the, uh, what are they called, motives of freedom. Well, Mr. Bagley, this is a pants required as our underwear event. <sighs> and I want to be sure that you have learned that lesson. So we will practice the exact way that you need to walk across the field. Sure, I'll be wearing my pantaloons. Also, we will take a tour of the gymnasium where the dance is to be held. I will show you exactly on the stage where you are to go, and you will hand to me the speech that you will give beforehand when you are going to crown king and queen. Wait, I, I have to give a speech? It's not written. I have to write it? Mr. Bagley, have you not prepared? I, uh, you know, I'll get back to you. Let me just figure out something real quick. I'll see you in two hours, Mr. Bagley. Oh, yep. Two, two hours. All right. See you, Mr. Dullard. It's Dullard, as I have told you multiple times, Mr. Bagley. Have an excellent afternoon. We will see you soon. All right. See you soon, Mr. Boring. <laughs> so much sass in Jimmy today. So much sass. All right. So the couple hours go by pretty quick. And eventually, as you're sort of struggling to write the speech, <laughs> your mom just writes it for you. Oh, no. <laughs> And it feels a lot like like high school English class <laughs> in that she helped you through a lot of that. And, well, yeah, she's been alive forever. <laughs> she met Shakespeare. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so you make your way to the field and you see that Principal Dullard is already waiting there. Why don't you roll me investigate a mystery? Dice tray! Yeah, the dice tray is only marginally improving. Bonk. It's magical. What is that? Oh, geez. That would have been a success, but it's seven <laughs> minus one, so it's a six. Sweet. Chibbers, crabs. Uh, yeah, be sure to mark that experience. I don't want you to miss out. On the field, you don't seem to have any issues whatsoever. You follow Principal Dullard, who makes you walk, walk into the center of the field over and over and over again, just to make sure that you know exactly where you are supposed to go. <sighs> and then he takes you into the gymnasium. You notice that the decorations, there's these sort of carved. There's almost nothing you could say after that would be not creepy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, these, these sort of carved, like, you think they might be made of clay or something. Statues that are placed around the gym. And they are all of different javelinas doing different things. Like cartoonish pigs, basically. Like one of them is catching a football. And you see, as you're walking past them, that each of them feels strange as you walk past. Have they always used these? These are new. Ah, okay. And as you're circling around the gym, you notice that there's a lot of new decorations that they've put up for this. There's all kinds of corn for the harvest moon, for the harvest festival type thing. You see that there's a giant, it looks like a full moon that's been made out of some kind of shimmery stone. You're fairly sure you saw something similar at Delilah's once. And as you're circling around the gym, you just get this sense that something is absolutely wrong. And then you see your father walk in and say, Jimmy, it's time to go. Well, we just got here. I don't, 
Still You've got done it. enough practice, and it's time to go back home. Okay. Uh, can you just give me one minute in here, please? Why don't you yeah, roll to manipulate always. someone? <laughs> manipulate some. Oh, well, that's Snake Eyes plus two. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a four. Let me just get that sweet, You sweet always XP. a little bit feel bad when I suggest a roll, and then it <laughs> goes terribly wrong. Because uh, so, I was hoping to tune in in this area, but uh, that ain't And luck point. Nah. You could. You want to. But Jar Jar Binks our way through this hunt. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to. You are. Um, I'm trying to think about how to make you fail forward in this. Um, what would be a 12? Unmanipulate someone. Not only do they do, they what become you want your right ally now. for the rest of the hunt. Yeah, I'm gonna pop a luck because I'm spooky, and that means things happen. Yeah, yeah, You're right. I like it. Okay, your dad kind of grumbles a little bit. He says, "Fine, I'll I'll be waiting outside. Hurry up. What would you like to do in here? Like, I'm getting a sense of wrong in here, right? Like, yeah, something off. feels off. So why don't you use magic can banish. A spirit or curse from a person. You don't know what it is, though. Yeah, but it's not yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Or communicate with something or observe another place or time. Hmm. So I think that would probably make a little more sense. Because remember, you can observe another place or another time. Mm-hmm. And you don't know where to observe necessarily or when. So you could potentially, if you want to do a when. Wait, the dance is happening observe, here, right? You want to look in the future? Can I look in the future in this Ooh. very location? <laughs> I absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Let's give it a shot. Come on, weird. Oh so my god. Before that happens, <laughs> tell me what happens when you use a luck point. That is as you mark off luck boxes, your dark side's needs will get nastier. And your dark side is what? The three things are dark bargain, so fun, pain, and paranoia. Yes. Okay. Do it. <laughs> Oh, yes. That's an 11. All right. Worth it. Okay. So you are going to see in the future, right? Uh Uh-huh. See another time. So you close your eyes and you focus your energy on seeing what this is going to look like, imagining what it's going to be like on Saturday night when all of the other kids are here. And when you open your eyes, you're amazed. Like you look around and it's almost as if it, when you saw Jesse, where all of these figures, these almost spectral figures appear, and they seem to be dancing. You see that there's a lot of kids that you recognize. And you also see sort of moving as inconspicuously as possible through the crowd of adults that are chaperoning the dance. You see your three friends. You see Principal Dulard is there overseeing everything. And you are standing up on the stage, getting ready to announce the king and queen of the homecoming dance. And then waves of black energy seem to roll across the dance floor. And you can see that yourself in the future can see them. And this cloud of darkness just seems to grow and grow. And it's pulsating with a red light and that's when the first window breaks and coming through the window you see the giant owl that Lenore had described and then one of the doors busts open and you see some sort of strange hybrid wolf type creature 
And in the distance, you hear the sound of a man screaming. Thanks for listening to All My Hexes. The keeper was Bernetta McFergus. Lenore Atchison was played by Jasmine McFergus. Charlie Larson was played by Sarah Lawrence. Alejandro Ochoa was played by John Nav Navarrete. Jimmy Bagley was played by Tyler J. McMahon. Please subscribe, like, and share us with your friends. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Hexed Podcast. That's H-E-X-T Podcast. Or email us at hexedpodcast at gmail.com. Join us in two weeks, and remember, dig deeper. The truth starts six feet under.